In this first episode of the F1 review, car launches are in the air and testing season is upon us. Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, The F1 Review. I'm your host, Connor Daly, and uh, over the next year, years, however long I decide to keep this going for, uh, I'll be talking to you uh, about Formula 1. All the races, all the news, everything you need to know, you will most likely find in this podcast. As of recording the podcast, it is the very beginning of testing, and that means that uh, all of the teams have revealed their cars for the uh, 2020 season. So today we are going to be going over all of the liveries, all of the uh, launch events, if the team had an event, uh, and, you know, having a look at them, having a look at the cars, and look at the liveries mainly. I'm not a very technical person, so don't... Uh, expect any technical analysis on which team has the best front wing end plate but uh yeah that's what we're going to be doing today just going over all of the uh, all of the launches and uh seeing seeing how the, we think the teams are going to uh, be getting on so first to reveal their car was Haas uh so after their uh terrible season last year both performance-wise and sponsor-wise, they've come back with, well, I've got to say, a very strong livery. It's gone back to the classic red, white and black that we've seen from the Haas team before. Um, yeah, last season they got ninth place, which was it was really a, really a, a season to forget. Um, Grosjean says that last year's car was not even good enough for a museum. So that just shows you how much he liked the car. Um, but yeah, they revealed their car on Twitter as a uh, uh, just a CAD computer-generated model. And i got to say, it looks very nice. It's very clean. There's not too much going on. It's, it's probably one of the better liveries out there this season, personally, compared to some other ones. Um, like I said, they're going to want to be... Uh, improving on what they did last year and as the regulations are staying stable this year they uh team boss Gunter Steiner said that they uh it's allowed them to improve their understanding of the car and they've been able to scrutinize uh, themselves more in order to find solutions and applications to channel into the design of the VF20 and that's a, that's a direct quote from uh Mr. Steiner, um, I think they're going to do okay this season. Uh, I think they've learned from last year. They've learned not to take any dodgy brand deals from energy drinks companies. Uh, driver lineup, 
staying the same. Uh, Kevin Magnuson, Roman Grosjean, very experienced pairing. Uh, they've had those since 2017, I believe. They've been in Haas together. Um, and, you know, I think they're very good drivers. I think on their, their day they can pull out a very good performance. But uh, I think they need a little bit of a shake-up in the team. Uh, so I don't think keeping them on for another year together was maybe the best of ideas. Because um, they are very, very good, but they've had... They crashed into each other two, maybe even three times last season. Uh, and it's, it's just... It's, I just think they need something new, someone fresh, someone different to come into the team and push them forward to reach that next step of, you know, reaching the top of the midfield. Because at the moment they're just sort of hanging around the middle. Another problem that Haas have had over the previous years is that they've started out very strong in the first sort of five, six races, but after that their development throughout the year hasn't been very good. So they they seem to tail off at the sort of mid-season and they can't really regain that form that they did have at the beginning. Uh, examples are like uh, in Australia, I think in 2018, they... Uh, were like fifth and sixth on the grid. They had an absolutely brilliant qualifying session. The car was so far, so fast, but then they got to the race and they messed it up with pit stops, where quite infamously they uh, forgot to put the wheel nut on both cars, uh, which was rather funny. I'm not going to lie, but uh, throughout the year they just seemed to tail off, and at the very end they were sort of you know near the back of the midfield and that's just not what you want to happen you don't want that big of a difference between the beginning of the year and the end of the year in terms of your where you are on like a performance sheet it's just not good uh, so next to reveal their their car was uh, Ferrari who were uh, had a quite a spectacular um, event I'm not gonna lie there was many lights it was it was rather interesting but uh, they revealed the car obviously same driver lineup as they did last year Charles Leclerc Sebastian Vettel uh, very very strong driver pairing they're very, very 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 good drivers but I feel as though they they had a little bit of a rivalry strong rivalry near the end of last year obviously in Russia with uh, team orders and uh, obviously Brazil, where they uh, crashed into each other. Um, so hopefully this season they can put that behind themselves and they can move forward and challenge for the championship. Uh, they revealed the car. Livery, it's not much different from last year. I think the livery is classic Ferrari. It's red. It's got some sponsors on the side. It's, it's not very exciting, there's not much really to talk about when it comes to the Ferrari livery itself. Someone else that's really interesting is that this year will be Ferrari's 1000th Grand Prix, and in a celebration of that, I'm not sure if that's the correct word, but in celebration they've uh, named the car the SF1000, which I think is very, I think that's very, very cool. 
they're yeah they're definitely hoping to uh, improve on uh, what happened last year or their position last year because they were second but they were chased down by Red Bull quite a lot at the end of the year and they uh, they want to be you know they want to be challenging for race victories because the majority of the year they they were challenging but they just never had the strategy to they never got the strategy right so they were never up there and they were never there when it mattered the majority of the time uh, speaking at the launch Sebastian Vettel said that Ferrari discovered several clever solutions to evolve their the SF90 last year's car into this this year's car so they've uh, improved on some areas where those areas are, I'm not sure, probably the front wing, some of the barge boards. Um, he says it's also an incredible achievement that they've had the opportunity to uh, see it a little before the unveil, and they've had a direct, and they've also had a direct comparison to last year's car, and apparently you can really spot the differences. I haven't seen the cars in person, I haven't seen the cars side by side, but I'm sure if the car has changed that much then they've obviously put a lot of time a lot of effort into making the car faster and a lot better than it was last year which is which is good you know you always love to see Ferrari at the top of the grid That's it's always a nice thing to see because they've been here for so long like I said thousand races this season it's crazy so next to reveal their car was uh, Red Bull at uh, Silverstone on Wednesday. Uh, in terms of the livery, it's the same livery as they had last year. It's not, it's, you know, it's not that different. A couple of new sponsors, but apart from that, it's not that, not that much different. Uh, team boss Christian Horner called uh, to the 2019 would be a, a transitional year with obviously Honda powering the cars. It's a very successful year for both Red Bull and Honda. Always getting a couple race victories, a couple podiums with, or a lot of podiums with both obviously Max Verstappen in the Red Bull and uh, two podiums for Toro Rosso in Germany and Brazil. Uh, so hopefully they can um, build on that performance they had with the Renault, uh, not the Renault, the Honda engine last year, and maybe they can they can fight for the championship, which would be. Very cool if we could see a three-way fight for the title, because we haven't seen that in ages. It's a very long time since we've seen a, a, a three teams fighting for the, the championship. Driver lineup, once again, uh, same as last year. Well, just specify same as the end of last year, because obviously they had that uh, controversial swap of uh, Alex Albon and Pierre Gasly. Uh, the Belgian Grand Prix, so we've got Alex Albon and Max Verstappen in the Red Bull this season. Uh, like I said before, Max Verstappen, very strong driver, he's very good. Same with Alex Albon, I feel as though he's going to, uh, hopefully he's going to pull out a podium or two, maybe even a race victory if he's lucky. Uh, but I think they should... In terms of drivers, they've got a very, very strong driver line, or probably one of the strongest on the grid. Um, and the other things that happened, not really. Uh, 
like I said, they've got the uh, they've got the Honda power unit, which is they're more used to it now this year, so they can they can hopefully yeah build on the uh, performances that they had last year and challenge for the for the title. So next to reveal their car, well, I say reveal their car. They didn't really do that, but next to show bits of their car was uh, Renault, um, where I mean I. You know, I say they showed up their car, they really didn't. They just showed some pictures of some angles of the car. We didn't see the whole car, we just saw small bits of it from this photograph here. The front wing looks very weird. Uh, but, you know, it's... it's we don't, we don't know what the car looks like, so I can't really comment on the livery that much. It's mainly black. I personally don't really like that. The all black. Um, I, I like the yellow personally. I did like it, but you know, if that's the route they've gone for, then so be it. In terms of driver lineup this year, they've got uh, uh, retaining Daniel Ricciardo from last year. Uh, I don't know what there needs to be said about Daniel Ricciardo. He's a very good driver, very good on the brakes. I think, as we all know, and we've also got uh, Esteban Ocon returning to Formula One this season. Uh, you know, I'm interested to see how well Ocon will do uh, compared to Daniel, because he was in the uh, uh, the Force India for his two seasons in Formula One in 2017 and 18, and his teammate obviously there was Sergio Perez. So I'm excited to see how he's going to compare when he's put up next to a, you know, like a you know top of the pack uh, driver. They've also uh, they've also signed a new uh, test driver. I I'm not going to try and pronounce his name, but he's Chinese. He's an old Chinese F2 two driver who's been uh, promoted to the role of test driver for 2020. Uh, last year, uh, McLaren got not McLaren. Uh, Renault got fifth, beaten by McLaren by quite a margin, I believe. I think they lost by like 50 points, which is crazy. Uh, so they'll definitely be hoping to uh, uh, improve on that from last year because that it's, it's just didn't go well, did it? It's, you don't want to be beaten by 50 points by your nearest rival. Yeah, look, Renault got 91 and McLaren got 145 points. That's uh, damn. I didn't know that's larger than I expected. That's more like well, okay. I guess that is about fifty, about fifty-four points that they lost by last year. So that's that's they they really do want to improve on that. Obviously, they probably want to hopefully get a podium this year. I think that's probably one of their goals. Uh, but you know, I think Renault they're going to be solid because they always are solid. They have a lot of money to put into this year's car. Whether or not people are putting uh, money, a lot of money into the, the cars this year because of obviously the 2021 regulation change, I'm not sure, but they have a lot of money and you know, it could be they could do really well, they could do worse than last year, or they could be exactly where they were last year. I, 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 I just don't know. I think they're going to improve. Uh, 
but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see how they do when they uh, start testing. And uh, yeah, we'll see how Renault do next season when it begins in Australia. Next up uh, to reveal their car is uh, probably the team I'm rooting for the most, uh, McLaren. Obviously, retaining their driver pairing of. Uh, Carlos Sainz and Lando Norris from last season. I think that's a very good pairing. They uh, they have a good uh, a friendship, good respect for each other. So I believe they're gonna they're gonna they they work really well together. So I think in terms of drivers, they've got a really solid pairing down. Obviously, they revealed the car. Uh, in terms of the livery, it's uh, an evolution of what they had last year. They've gone uh, to matte orange from uh, what they had last year, so that's that's different. And they got a little bit more blue than they did last year, I believe. And I gotta say, I do like this livery. It's one of the liveries, I probably one of my favourite liveries this season, along with the Haas. Um, but in terms of that, they've uh, yeah, it was launched. They launched it at the. Uh, they had an event at the. Uh, uh, technical center in Woking. Uh, they, the uh, team boss said that it was an important moment for the entire team revealing this car, and it is another step on their journey. Uh, and it is important uh, to not become complacent. They also say this will be a very tough season, as nothing uh, comes easy in Formula One, and the competition at the head of the midfield will be intense. That is a quote from their team boss. Uh, I agree with that statement, I think the midfield will be a very intense battle last year, obviously McLaren dominated the midfield last year, getting a, uh, a podium in a Brazil with Carlos Sainz after uh, Hamilton got his penalty for a spinning album. Um, I think they're going to hopefully want to get another one, maybe two podiums this season, because they're, you know, they're starting to catch up to Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, I don't know how the... Uh, the new regulations are going to affect this charge towards the the top teams. Uh, hopefully, the regulations should mix things up a lot more than you know. They should hopefully bring everybody a lot closer together. Uh, other things to say about McLaren? I'm not really sure. There's not really much else to say. I mean. New livery, same driver lineup. They're just trying to stay at the head of midfield as they were last year. They're trying to stay ahead of everybody else and try and catch up to the guys at the very top. It's not there's not really much else to say, is there? They're 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 you know, I think they're in the best position out of any any of the teams to challenge the top three. Uh, try and steal as many points as, away from them as they can, and I think I think they're gonna they're gonna do it. I think they're gonna at, at least at some tracks they're gonna be very very strong. They're gonna hopefully be able to take points away from the other teams, the the top teams, the very very top teams. You know, the Mercedes, the Ferrari, and the Red Bulls. Next up was the uh, champions from last season, Mercedes. They had their launch event in London. Uh, in terms of their livery, it's a very similar livery from last year. However, they've got a little hint of red, thanks to their uh, and their new principal partner, Ineos. 
IN, EOS. I'm not sure who they are or what they do. Um, but, you know, it's brought a little hint of red to the to the car. I, I don't like it. I don't I don't like the red. I think it's it's it doesn't it doesn't really work personally. It sort of just stands out a bit too much from the rest of the car. It it's just it just doesn't work for me. In terms of their driver lineup, same driver lineup as last year, uh Lewis Hamilton, reigning champion, hoping to uh win match Michael Schumacher's record and win seven world drivers titles and uh his teammate Valtteri Bottas, you know, I I don't know. There's not really much to say about Bottas. He's a uh, he's he's. I mean, everybody's saying he's a wingman, and to be honest, I have to agree with them. He's there have been team orders and all that that people at, that Mercedes have told him, you know, or oh, let Lewis through for the championship, or oh, this, that, and the other. And it's it's. You know, it's a shame, because I feel as though that, you know, if Valtteri on his day is very, very strong. But, you know, it, it is what it is, and you have to deal with that. Um, in terms of, you know, the car itself, I'm expecting it to be very strong. The Mercedes engine, very strong. Um, I don't think Mercedes have had the best aerodynamics over the years, I think they've been very very strong, but I don't think they've been the very very best, so obviously they've got to hope to just improve on that. There's not really much to say, to be honest, you know, they're the top, they're going to want to stay at the top, and likelihood is, they're going to be at the top. They have everything down, they have good drivers, they have a great, they have great drivers, a great car, they have a great team, they've got good strategists, unlike some other top teams. Ferrari, and, uh, you know, I think it's, it's their title to lose, to be honest, personally, I believe it is their title to be, to, to lose, because I don't see anybody else, you know, taking it, or, you know, being able to take it, I think others will have chances, but I think Mercedes will shut those chances down and take them away from them because they're just so strong and they have been for what like six years now it's just insane how, how not not necessarily how strong they are because we've seen teams be this strong before but it's just the length of time they've been that strong for all the way since back in 2014 when they bought the bought the uh the new v6 uh powertrains in they've just been so incredibly strong it's amazing so, yeah, 2020 championship, Mercedes to lose. So next we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Alfa Romeo, who didn't officially reveal their car, but they uh, did some uh, shakedown laps at uh, in Italy uh, in a uh, special Valentine's Day themed livery, which I, I think this livery is very good. Obviously, it's not going to be the, uh, the main livery of the car this year, but... Uh, you know, it's it's a nice nod to the fact they were doing it on Valentine's Day. And it looks okay. In terms of drivers, once again, they're keeping the uh, same drivers they had last year. Antonio Giovinazzi, Kimi Raikkonen. They've picked up Robert Kubica as their reserve driver. You know, I have nothing to say about that. 
Robert Kubica has passed his best. I think we can all agree with that. But, you know, he's still a decent driver. Um, you know, I think... You know, in 2019, they had a, they had a decent year. They were sort of, you know, in the middle of the midfield. Um... They definitely weren't the strongest, but they weren't the weakest. They had a you know a couple of good results. I think in a, in Brazil they had a, a fourth and a fifth, or a fifth and a sixth. They they placed very strongly in uh, in Brazil uh, last year. So I think they're just hoping to uh, you know improve on their positions last year and hopefully increase you know their points haul. Hopefully. Just you know, improve on what they did last year. It's it's you know it's pretty standard really. There's not really much to talk about because they just they did some running. They didn't really reveal the car itself. They didn't have it a a major event or anything. They just did some shakedown laps in Italy with a a special Valentine's Day um livery to commemorate the fact they were doing it on Valentine's Day. So next we have the. Uh, new kid on the block, uh, the team replacing uh, Toro Rosso, uh, Alpha Tori, or Tori, or however you want to pronounce it. But yeah, they are replacing uh, 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 Toro Rosso this season on the grid. They're still going to be Red Bull's junior team, uh, but they just have a different name. If you don't know what Alpha Tori is, it's uh, it's Red Bull's fashion brand. Um, so you know, it's a bit. You know, it's a bit weird, a bit sad because I enjoy. I, I did like Toro, so they were a good team. But you know, marketing is marketing, and they've done this. Um, in terms of driver lineup, they're keeping the same drivers they did last year: Daniel Kvyat and Pierre Gasly, who both got podiums for the team in uh, Germany and Brazil, respectively. Um, they had a. They did have a launch event. Uh, I'm not sure where though. They did it in Austria in a hangar seven of an airport, I guess, somewhere in Austria, and um, they yeah they they had a they had their launch event there, and uh, I think it's safe to say it was a bit of a I'm not sure what to say. It was, it was more of a fashion show than an F1 reveal because they spent. They spent about 10-15 minutes basically doing a fashion walk for their spring and summer collection, and it was it was it was rather funny because they uh, live streamed the event on YouTube, and it was rather funny looking at all the comments being like, "Wow, this is such a great car! Oh my goodness! Whoa, that's a good car!" But yeah, then they got to a. Uh, you know, the actual reveal of the car itself, and, you know, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, this is a good-looking car, I personally disagree, I don't know what about it I don't like, I just, i just not a fan of the car, I don't like the look of it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me, it works for a lot of other people, it just doesn't work for me, it's just... It doesn't. I don't know what. To, it, like I said, I don't know what to say. It just doesn't really work. It's not. It's not my kind of livery. 
they're they they're going to want to improve. They're going to want to build on the success of uh, what Toro so achieved last year, which was actually their most successful year ever in Formula One. But uh, you know they they got sixth last year, so obviously they're going to want to improve on that. But it's going to be very very difficult, obviously with uh, McLaren and Renault being very very strong. They hope hopefully being very strong this season. Uh, you know. Other teams such as Haas, who are going to want to move back up the field from their dismal performance last year, as I said previously. Uh, Racing Point, who are going to go on to next. Hopefully, that's hopefully they're going to be very strong. So it's it's going to be very difficult for them to improve, let alone re stay in sixth position this year. I believe. Um. You, you, you know, I, th- I think, I think, I think they're going to do okay. The Honda Power Unit has definitely gotten a lot better over the past few years. Uh, so they have a decent power unit. I feel as though they're, you know, the car itself, disregarding the livery, is going to be pretty strong this year because they had a they had a decent car last year. So hopefully, they're going to just sort of build on that this year. Um. And yeah, hopefully they're gonna they're gonna you know be very very strong and put up a good fight when put against the other the other teams. So next, uh, second to last on the uh, list I have here is uh, Williams, who had a uh, I think there's no other word for it dismal, abysmal year last last season. They got one point. Um, it, it didn't go well for them at all. They, uh, their car was just so slow. It was insane. Um, this year's car, obviously, because the regulations have stayed the same, it's just an improvement on what they had last year. So hopefully they're going to come back in there. I'm not expecting them to be, you know, top of the midfield, but I'm hoping them to be closer than they were last year. Hopefully, you know, not coming last and second to last as they were doing. In terms of the livery, it 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 looks like a brand of toothpaste. I'm not sure what it's called, but it, it just looks like a toothpaste tube. I'm not gonna lie, more than it did last year. Um, it, it you know, I I think it look it looks okay. I think I preferred. Last year's livery, personally, I think was slightly better than this, but it is it's good. It's not the worst, worst on the grid. It's okay. It's a decent livery. In terms of their drivers, uh, they're keeping uh, George Russell, uh, and they have uh, the they've got a new driver in, uh, Nicholas Latifi, a, a young Canadian from F two. I'm not sure. I'm sure Latif. I'm not sure how Latifi's going to perform. I'm sure he's going to do perfectly fine. Uh, George Russell. We know how we know how George good George Russell is. He won F2 in 2018. Um, so hopefully, with this you know young you know driver pairing, they can sort of learn and build together. And hopefully, they should shouldn't be right at the very back as they were last year. They should be you know, fighting for, you know, 
I'm not expecting, you know, top 10 finishes, but they shouldn't be, you know, trailing around in 19th and 20th for the entire season this year. Uh, as I said before, this is just an evolution on last, on the 2019 car. It's, uh, you know, they've just changed some bits on it to hopefully make it go faster, which is fine. That's, that's, that's what you do in Formula 1, isn't it? says here that they've uh, they've paid significant attention uh, to understanding the problem areas of the uh, last year's car and they have uh, carefully chosen the parts of the car that they want to develop uh, to give us to give them the most performance for the resources they have and that was from the uh, that was a quote from the design director Doug McKeeran um you know I I, I think I already said this but I'm hoping they're not going to be last. They're going to improve. They've got a decent driver lineup this season. So hopefully they should be challenging for, you know, more points this season. Hopefully get more than one. And hopefully they'll just put on a better show than they were they were doing last season. And last but and last but least, but not least, we have uh the racing point team. It's very pink this season, more pink than I think it has ever been. Uh, they've lost the uh, Sport Pacer branding this season, which is a shame because they've lost the really really cool name that they had. But it's uh, yeah, they've uh, still kept the uh, the BWT uh, sponsorship, so obviously the car is bright pink. Um, you know. I think it, it looks okay. It's the engine cover sort of side pod. It's got a white stripe and it says BWT on it. I, I don't like that. It's it's a bit yeah. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look the best. Um but you know, I think it's pink. It's I mean, what do you expect? Um Oh Actually, I've just seen this here. BWT have actually upgraded to title sponsors, so I believe they're going to be called BWT Racing Point Formula One team this season. Um, so that's that's cool. That's a nice bit of news. Uh, they're keeping their driver pairing from last year: uh, Lance Stroll and uh, Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez, because I think he uh, he's you know he's a good driver. You know, he brings quite a bit of money to the team. And, uh, he, you know, he, he's a good driver. He's got a couple of podiums in his years. And I think he's, a, uh, you know, he's he's a good fit for the role. And, uh, Lance Stroll, for obvious reasons. If you don't know, his dad owns the team. So, if he wasn't driving for it, it I would be very surprised. Um, you know, I, I... I think everybody has questioned Stroll's performances since he, you know, joined Formula 1. But, you know, if he's there, he's there. He's probably better than the majority of us at home. So, you know, I don't really mind that he's he's uh, he's in the team. Last season, uh, they uh, managed to get 7th in the uh, Constructors' Championship. Obviously, like every other team, they're going to want to be building on this uh, as much as they can. 
um, how they're going to do that, I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, I think they're going to, uh, yeah, hopefully they're going to, uh, you know, challenge for the top of the midfield. There's a lot of teams that could possibly do that this year. Obviously, Racing Point, McLaren, Renault, Alpha Tori. Um, so yeah, hopefully they uh, they they uh, can challenge for the midfield, um, and you know, maybe get on the old podium. And um, yeah. Okay, well that's all of the uh, the, the the car reveals done. Uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go with some other news that uh, occurred over the winter break. Probably one of the biggest bits of news is that uh, the Chinese Grand Prix uh, has been postponed due to the coronavirus outbreak. Um, this is a shame, but uh, you know the FIA they have to put and the you know Liberty Media the people running. You know, Formula One, they have to put, you know, the safety of not only the drivers, but the teams and the fans, and they have to put the safety of everybody before everything. So, I think this is the right decision to make. Um, whether or not it's going to be moved to another time in the season, I don't know. I believe the end of the year is very packed, so unless we have, like, three races in a row like we did last season, where I believe it was um, France, Austria and uh, the UK, I believe. As long as we have three races in a row again near the end of the season, uh, I personally don't believe China will, we will go to China this season. But, you know, I, I think it's a shame. I think China's a, it's an okay track. You know, it's produced some good racing in the past. Um, but they have to put the safety of everybody before everything so they've they've had to postpone it another bit of interesting news was the fact that uh, Lawrence Stroll uh, Lawrence Stroll's father has bought a uh, quite a large uh, stake in uh, Aston Martin this means that it, from 2021 uh, Racing Point will be rebranded to Aston Martin um you know, I, I'm I'm British, and I uh, I like I like Aston Martin. I'll be very happy to see them back on the grid. I will, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what livery they're going to have. Hopefully, they're going to bring back the British racing green back to Formula One. But you know, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Um, in terms of the Red Bull Aston Martin partnership, they've said that uh, they will obviously stop being title sponsors at the end of this season and uh, however they will continue to uh, collaborate on the uh, Aston Martin uh, sort of Valkyrie product that they have been working on for the past couple of years okay and that does it for the uh, first episode of the F1 review uh, this is the very first podcast I've ever made so uh, do be kind if you're uh, want to you know give some advice, give some feedback, please do do that, um, you know, I want to improve, I want to, I want to start doing this for, you know, a long time, I, uh, you know, I, I want to start doing this as sort of a, you know, a hobby every week, 
because, you know, I enjoy Formula 1, I've been watching Formula 1 for my entire life, so I'd like to, uh, you know, talk about it in podcast format. Uh, so if you want to check out, we have a, check us out, we have a, 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 a Twitter, at the F1 Review 1, so that's at the F1 Review 1 on Twitter, um, we also have a website, if you want to go check our website, that is anchor.fm forward slash, uh, forward slash the F1 Review, um, so yeah, you want to check us out, that's, uh, that's where you can do it. Anyway, thank you for watching. Uh, I will see you next week with a uh, review of the first week of testing in Spain. And, um, yeah, goodbye.